Matthew chapter 11. And I will read from verse 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. As we go into verse 12, we want to understand that in heaven there are different kinds of places I've um, taught on this through the Spirit of God before. There are different kinds of places, just like how we have honorable seats in this world. There are seats of honor in heaven, in the kingdom of heaven. Praise God. So there are seats of honor in the kingdom of heaven. And God says, John the Baptist, such a man of honor and we've also seen this in our teachings that according to how you live according to where you are here your seat of honor will be there in heaven so it's important for us to um, truly value what we do here for god value what you do here for god because what you do here for God is going to matter the most, ultimately. Everything else will fade away. Um, the people, the things, uh, the titles, uh, the positions, and earthly, temporary power, the beauty, and, and uh, food, whatever human beings may uh, place um, value to or place their hearts upon or give value to. All those things will fade away. All those things will leave us and go. If you look at Job, Job was a righteous man of God. All that he had was given by God to him, so it was of great value. But whatever was given by God to him, whatever he had with him, were suddenly taken away from him. But one thing remained in Job, which was his faith. His faith in God was never shaken. His faith in God was never shaken. It, he stood firm no matter what he went through, no matter what he faced. He stood very firm. His faith came forth as pure gold. It was already gold. It came forth as pure gold. And he knew that. He also knew that. He said, after I'm tried, I shall come forth as gold, pure gold. And so, when you look at this world, all that human beings um, run after and strive for, lose sleep over, all those things, as Apostle Paul says, 
they do that for a crown that will fade away. It just fades away. But those who strive for the eternal crown, the crown that will not perish, the crown that will never fade away, they are considered wise because they are after something that will last forever. Always compare this world with the world that is never going to end. This has a time limit on it. This has a space uh, which is confined. And this has everything that has been set, this place, time, space, and how much we can do, how long we can stay. Everything has been established and determined. But the place that we're going to go to has also been determined, but it's a place that is never going to end and with no limits because God is over. It's a huge place, huge place that can accommodate as many people who want to come inside. God has room. God has room for so many more people. And God is looking at us today. He says, do you want to play a part in bringing many more? Because I have room for them. I have room for them. I have room for them. God is speaking to the hearts today. The kingdom of God during the time of John the Baptist came in the midst of the Jewish people there. And as it came, it suffered hostility. The hostility came from the leaders the hostility came from those who were in power. The hostility came from those who hated the truth. However, John, who was a strong man, stronger than the force that was out there, was able to bring them down through the power of God that was inside of him. That's why Jesus was able to say that from the time of John, Something happened. God's kingdom came. God's kingdom came down to earth. Where now there's a preparation that was taking place right before the coming of the Messiah. The kingdom of God descended through John's ministry. John was the forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ, bringing heaven down to earth. When souls get converted from darkness to light when they leave evil and go after the good when they leave falsehood and go after the truth the kingdom of God has come has come God is asking you this question has the kingdom of God come in your midst yes we all see that the kingdom of God is in our midst we also see the force, because the kingdom of God has come, there's this violent force that is coming to enter in, trying to plunder, trying to take away that which God has given to us. We too must, like John the Baptist, do the will of the Father. And you know, the will of the Father is for us to subdue the powers of darkness and to deliver those who are pressed from the hands of the oppressor. 
you who have been set free, you're called to go and deliver those who are bound. They're looking for someone who will come and deliver them. God says, if you have received something, you go, you go and give that to someone else. Freely you've received, freely give. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. I always admire the humility of John the Baptist. The humility of John the Baptist, the young prophet, the heart of God in him that longed to see people turn towards the living God. The heart of humility that was there to do the will of the Father in the midst of this hostile environment. The heart of humility that John had that caused him to serve among the arrogant people made him great in the sight of God. A prophet like no other who came with the spirit of Elijah who was a forerunner to the Lord Jesus Christ who brought the kingdom of God down to where he was and did not let the violent force get in and disrupt or stop the work of God that God had through him. A man of God who fought and overcame till the very end. God is speaking to our hearts today. Jesus Christ has given us his promise. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. They will try, but they cannot prevail. They will not prevail. What is your part in it? What is your part in it? What is your part in keeping the strong men away? What is your part in keeping the strong men under your feet? What is your part in keeping the strong men out of the territory of God? That he may not come and plunder the house of God, plunder you, but you go and plunder the strong man. You go plunder his house and take all the captives from his hands. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. With a little time we have, just like John the Baptist, we have a mission. Just like John the Baptist, we have a mission. Just like John the Baptist, we're called to bring the kingdom of God down to where we are. Just like John the Baptist, we're called to prepare the way for the return of Jesus Christ. Just like John the Baptist, we're called to live an uncompromising life. Just like John the Baptist, we're called to live with a passion. See, if we don't have compassion for souls, if we can't cry for those who are far away from God, then we have not 
known the burden of the Lord. If you cannot cry for those who are lost, then you do not know the burden of the Lord God Almighty. So ask from God and say, Lord, I want to have your burden. Let me have your burden. Let me have the burden of the Lord. Let me truly weep for the people who are lost. Not just have a little bit of emotional high, but truly, truly have it on the inside. That I may bear that burden of the Lord night and day. That that burden of the Lord may drive me to do the will of God by seeking God as to what he wants you to do. God is speaking at this hour with the limited time we have, with the great power that God has. If you join with God, if you join with God, if you join with God, you can accomplish great things through Him and for Him. Let me just continue reading. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. God is not putting John down in any way. He's actually exalting him and he's saying, you know what? Every single believer can be like him. And the more you grow in humility, God says there are many places in the kingdom of heaven you too can get an honorable seat. God wants you to get an honorable seat. God wants you to place you in places of honor. But how can that happen? Unless we honor God with everything that is within us. The Lord says, he who honors me, him will my father honor. If we want God to be glorified in and through our lives, then it's important for us to focus on what we need to focus on. Not lose sight of that which matters the most, but keep our eyes on that which matters the most. See, you really need to focus. If you lose sight of it, if you get distracted, distraction is like the number one enemy that Satan will send. He'll distract people and then he will cause them to worry and then he'll bring pride and fear inside and it's over by that time. God is speaking to hearts today. Don't let the enemy bring distraction your way. Don't let the enemy bring any kind of distraction to you. When Satan comes, it is important for you to have that force from within to bring that strong man down. So yesterday, um, today is Monday, Saturday, I believe, the Lord spoke to us about the importance of having inner strength. To what extent you have God's strength on the inside, only to that extent will you be able to defeat the enemy in the earthly realm. So the focus on the previous message was for you to be keen on getting your inner man strengthened, inner man strengthened. So going into the presence of God to get the strength of God, desiring God's holiness and desiring God's love should be the highest desire in order for us to become overcomers in Christ. And if you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, then definitely praying in tongues will help your spirit man to be edified all the more, to become strong in spirit. 
You can never become strong in spirit unless you seek God for his strength. You can never become strong in spirit without obeying the word of God. So we need to pray and we need to obey. We need to obey and we need to pray. There are people who say, well, I'm speaking in tongues for one hour or two hours. They can say all those things, but they will not obey. At that point, I'll really question their speaking in tongues. Because if you really speak in tongues, you will be someone who will obey God. Because the Spirit of God will strengthen you so much on the inside that obeying will come almost spontaneously, naturally, because of the power of God that is inside of you. And the desire for the things of God will come spontaneously, naturally, because of the strength of the Spirit of God that will flow through you. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. God is trying to execute his plan. And while he is working, the enemy is really opposing the plan of God in every way that he can. He thinks he can. When God is working, Satan will try. If there's a if a ministry or a church is a true church of God, it will face many, many opposition from the enemy because the powers of darkness hates the kingdom of God. Because if God comes and the presence of God comes, the power of God comes, then sickness will be gone, people won't be bound, the tears will be stopped, joy will come, peace will come, prosperity will come, poverty will be removed, all kinds of things will happen when the kingdom of God descends in the midst of God's people. So when Satan sees that the kingdom of God is here, he says, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to see how I can destroy that, how I can quickly destroy that. But the plans of God, whatever God has purposed in his mind, cannot be defeated thwarted. The plans of darkness will be utterly destroyed. And God says here, if you want to be someone who takes the violence by force, instead of Satan coming and plundering you, you actually plunder him. You want to become that person. You need to have inner strength. You need to receive that strength from God. And you should be someone who will have the courage to fight and fight. God has not given to us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and a sound mind. So if God has given that spirit of courage to those who seek him. If God has given that spirit of courage to those who fear him, then that spirit of courage will lead a person to go forward to fight. See, in the Bible, during the times of the children of Israel facing their enemies in the book of Judges, you see, God using the prophetess Deborah to lead the people of Israel, the nation of Israel, to a battle, to a big battle. She was a prophetess. She was called to be a prophetess, the judge over Israel. 
similar to Prophet Samuel, the shepherd, Israel. And not for someone to be a, a warrior, but she had to do that also. Very similar to Prophet Samuel. Prophet Samuel was called to be a prophet and a judge to Israel and to be the shepherd of Israel. A prophet called to shepherd the people of Israel. He was not called to go and fight, pick up a sword and fight. But when he had to step in because the king didn't do his job, he took the sword and he did what the king failed to do. There are times God will lead God's people in different ways. But the point here is the Spirit of God will empower whether it's a man or a woman regardless of their gender to have that spirit of courage to be able to fight, face the enemy and fight him. God is speaking to our hearts today. If you want to plunder the strong man and take his goods, then it's important for you to have the strength, to have courage. Physical strength a person can have, but if they don't have the courage on the inside, they're of no use. You can have physical strength and you can have the courage. But if you don't have the weapons, it's no use. If you have the strength, if you have the courage, and if you have the weapons, but if you don't know how to use, it's of no use. God is speaking to her today. He says, you need to strengthen yourself in the Lord. You need to have the courage to go to fight. And you need to have the weapons to fight. And then fight. Fight. The kingdom of God suffers violence. But the violent, they take it by force. The kingdom of God suffers violence. But the violent take it by force. God is speaking to our hearts today. The enemy, many areas have entered. And he says, this is mine. These are mine. That is mine. I'm going to bring it down. I'm going to take everything. I'm going to bring it down. How many people just allow the enemy to just take everything? Okay, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. I'm just tired of fighting and they just give up. God says, don't get tired of fighting. Because if you get tired of fighting, Satan will win. You need to be a fighter. You need to have the strength from God. So go to God. You need to have the courage from God. So stay with God. You need to have the weapons from God. So receive it from God. And you need to fight if you don't fight, then the enemy will win in your life. Never get weary or tired of fighting. The strong will not get weary or tired of fighting. Never say that, well, I've been carrying this sword all the time. 
I'm wearing this armor all the time. I'm just tired of this. For a change, I'll wear something else. For a change, I'll put down my sword. You can't do that in the middle of the battle and in the battlefield. So God says, when it's time to fight, when you know that the strong man is out there, it is important for you to be proactive. It is important for you to be proactive. It's important for you to bring him down before he can bring you down and the work of God down. So in order for you to do that, you need to be someone who knows how to listen and follow orders. You need to be strong. You need to be courageous. You need to have the weapons from God and you need to fight. You need to fight with all your might. With everything that is within you, God says, fight. Don't get discouraged and don't give up. That's what Satan wants. Many times Satan will want God's people to get discouraged and to give up. He'll try to put fear in the hearts of the people. And he'll say, you can't do this. You can't accomplish this. You can't even do a single thing right. And what do you think you're going to go do? These are the voices of demonic spirits that will try to bring discouragement into the hearts of God's people. Because he knows if they get that courage from God, if they get those weapons from God, if they get whatever God has for them in order to come against the enemy, then the enemy will be utterly destroyed. So he'll always come to see how he can weaken your prayer life. He'll always come to see how he can bring fear into your life so that he can attack your faith. And then he can always come to see how he can cause you to put, cause you to put your armor down. We say that, oh, all the time I need to be doing this. Today I'm going to relax. So today I'm going to do something different. Today I'm not going to worry about this. And today I'm not going to pray. Today I'm not going to read. And I'm just taking a break. Know that. Don't take a break from God's presence. If you take a break from God's presence, your soul will suffer. If you take a break from God's presence, then your family will suffer. If you take a break from God's presence, then your ministry for Jesus will suffer. It is important that our strength comes from being in the presence of God. The guidance from God comes from being in the presence of God. Do not neglect the presence of God. Do not neglect the presence of God. Because it's the presence of God that will bring healing. It is the presence of God that will grow you. It is the presence of God that will equip you. It is the presence of God that will cover you. In order for that to happen... You need to run to the word of God. You need to run to the house of God. You need to run to Jesus and listen for his orders. When you say, Lord, you tell me whatever I need to do, I will do it. Then you should make sure that you do that which God is calling you to do. Because whatever God calls you to do is for your good and for the good of those around you. And so have this understanding in your mind that the weapons of a warfare, they are not carnal. That means it's not according to the people of this world. We don't carry anything with us except the word of God. It's so powerful. It can bring down all the powers of darkness. What is the weapon that God has given you? What are the weapons God has given you? He's given you many weapons, different types of weapons and 
And God is asking you this question. What are you doing with it? What are you doing with love? Love is a big weapon. What are you doing with God's word? It's a big weapon. Humility is a big weapon. These are all big, big weapons. Faith is a big weapon. These are big weapons that God has given. When you have these weapons and you put them to use, that means when the spirit of pride comes and knocks on your door, you use the weapon called humility and you shoot it down. When the when the spirit of lies come to you and it knocks on your door, it's important to use the weapon, which is the truth against those lies. When the demonic spirit tries to come with some form of tiredness to attack you, it is important to use the word of God to cut it down immediately. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not grow faint. No matter what happens in life, know this for sure. He who called you is faithful. The God who called you is faithful. He called you to do great and mighty things in you, for you, and through you. God wants to do great and mighty things in your life. In you, for you, and through you. So don't get discouraged of whatever the enemy might try to do or say or project. But give yourself over to God and say, Lord, I'm here to do your will. Make me a blessing. Let me be a blessing for you. Let me be a blessing for you. Use the weapons of God. Whatever weapon it may be, whatever opposition it may be, learn to know all the weapons you have. The weapon called humility, the weapon called truth. Learn to know your weapons, the importance of it, and use them. Use them. The fear of the Lord. Humility. Faith. These are very powerful weapons. Love. Very powerful weapons. God says, when you understand the heart of God, it will be very easy to do what God has called you to do. When you know Him and you trust Him, it will be easy to do that which God has called you to do. And when you do that which God has called you to do, you're going to receive this joy, and peace, and satisfaction and the blessings that comes from God in this side of eternity and in the next world. We're going to live forever and ever and ever. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord at this hour, tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be someone who will know the weapons I have. And use it exactly at the right time. May I know the weapons that you've given to me, Lord. And may I use it appropriately. Open your mouth and ask the Lord this hour. Thank you, Jesus. Pray and ask God. Pray and ask God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Tell the Lord, Lord, 
let my mind be renewed. Tell the Lord, let my mind be renewed. Lord, I want to make use of the shield of faith. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to make use of the love of God that you poured into my heart so that others may come to your kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your words that you gave us this night. Lord, I pray that you strengthen your people. Surround your people with your glory. Surround your people with your blessings. Surround your people with the truth that you have given to them today, Lord. They each may become mighty, mighty before you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. May they know the weapons that you have given to them. And may they put it to use, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. As your servant, I bless your people with all your blessings pertaining to life and godliness in Jesus. To be like the tree that is planted by the rivers of water. In the name of Jesus. That they may bring forth their fruit in every season. That their leaves may never wither. May whatever they do prosper to the glory of God. Thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.